Hello and welcome to Accessible Airways. This program is dedicated to the education and exploration of disabled life. Giving voice to the life and experience of people with disabilities. We cover a wide array of issues and disabilities. We are people who discuss issues we are passionate about. And topics we are interested in. We show how disability is in, in the, the mind, mind of the beholder. Adam here. I'm your host for this episode. The interview is with Graham Wyman, who is the program director from the Vancouver Adapted Music Society. Here is our interview. I am joined on the phone with Graham Wyman, the program coordinator from Vancouver Adapted Music Society, or VAMS for short. They are the leader in Western Canada when it comes to promoting and valuing music talent of people with physical disabilities. Welcome to the show, Graham. Hi, thank you for having me. No worries. Uh, what do, What is VAMS and why does it make it you so unique? Well, the program started around 31 years ago, and over this time it's really developed into not only, you know, helping people get back to playing their instruments or starting learning an instrument when they've had an accident, whether that's a brain injury or a physical disability. And um, so as the program grows, we're pretty much the only one in, um, as you mentioned, like Canada that um, focuses on a three-tier program. The first one being music lessons. The second tier being recording, and finally, the third tier being live performance. And we have clients that perform all across BC um, as our program is based out of GF Strong Rehabilitation Center. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you tell me about some instruments are popular in VAMS and also some of the unique instruments or modifications in the studio that you guys provide? So yeah, the... um, the two main uh, instruments that people kind of gravitate to when they come into the program is the piano and the guitar. But we also offer drum lessons, ukulele lessons, uh, bass lessons, we, and then we also uh, teach recording techniques as well. But uh, some of the main modifications that are unique to the program as well is um we have a sister society that's national named the Tetra Society of North America. And um, basically what Tetra does is if you have a problem, they have a set of uh, volunteer engineers that'll try to help solve this. So to give an example, if someone who's a quadriplegic and can't physically hold a guitar, what they can do is build a guitar table is what we call it. So essentially it'd be, Imagine if you were kind of laying a guitar in front of you, but a wheelchair could fit underneath it, and then you'd essentially play the guitar like a piano. Mm. Another modification uh, that we, again, use in the studio and Tetris built before for clients is essentially a a piano stand that can raise and lower as well. So, again, another example of this would be um, if you know the the tables that raise and lower by um, mechanism or button that you push. Imagine it's the same kind of idea for the piano, but then another modification would be that it can 
tilt as well. So you have quite a, quite the axis is quite um, is very much there. And again, just to mention as well, if you do want to contact Tetra, if you have a issue, um, all of these projects are free for the uh, for the clients. Hmm. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, in March, a lot of things have come to a screeching halt. Uh, some things had to be on hold or canceled for VAMS. How did your organization uh, adapt to that? So, yeah, um, as you mentioned, when uh, the pandemic happened, or when everything slowly started shutting down, um, we, um, because we're based out of a rehabilitation hospital, uh, we're more of an extracurricular activity. So, uh, the hospitals in BC and rehabilitation centers are, um, only have essential personnel. So we, um, basically everything's kind of been moved online right now. And so some of the different pivots that we've done is, uh, you know, we've, uh, started a podcast, which is called reimagine radio. And so we do different, um, topics, some of it about the history of VAMS, some of it in reviewing specific clients about their experience at VAMS through whether it's been the recording process, lessons, um, performances that we've put on. And then we've also started doing uh, collab- a collaboration song, so sent out emails to all of our clients, and then essentially we uh, kind of discuss through what we want to see a piece uh, or how we see a piece being finished. We finished one so far, which was uh, dealing with um, essentially disability and the feeling of isolation when the um, pandemic first hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working on our second one currently at the moment. And then finally, this uh, this gave us an opportunity to kind of test the waters and kind of give a very basic introduction to a program that we are hoping to implement next year called the VAMS Mini School. Mm-hmm. And so different topics that we'll cover um, are something like the importance of practice, songwriting, uh, dissecting hit songs. So, yeah, it, it has given us an opportunity to try out things that we were hoping to implement further mm-hmm. down the line, but just kind of, again, test the waters and see uh, see where the interest lies in our for our clients. Mm-hmm. How are people reacting to uh, these uh, changes right now? Um, I I know people prefer to be one-on-one in the studio, especially for lessons, um, just given that it's a very niche space that we work in, especially with the lesson area. Um, it's, uh, you know, it, I, I, clients really like to get back in the studio, but, I mean, everyone's, you know, it's been nice participation, um, especially with the collaboration song. You know, and it's just a different way to kind of still keep connected with the community and, uh, you know, be able to work together. Mm-hmm. That's true. And and you were talking about the isolation song. So it's, I know you recently put that out uh, with fans. So that is correct, right? Yeah. So that is, uh, we put it out, I believe, in the middle of May. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's um, actually on our Reimagine Radio website. Uh, it's uh, on SoundCloud. If you just type in Reimagine Radio, you can find that um, on there. Without further ado, the isolation song on CJSW 90.9 FM. 
How did this song come together, and who thought of it, and why this song? So, when, again, when we were trying to figure out how we could still carry on the program, um, obviously, when everyone was, is well, for me, myself, I'm still working from home primarily. Um, so, it was, again, luckily enough, we're in an age where the technology is not really a, a hindrance, and... Um, Basically, again, the Disability Foundation, which is the parent organization that runs six different societies, BAMS being one of them, we put out a survey and 
one of the main topics that kept coming up or a consistent thing was, you know, just uh, worry about this feeling of isolation. Um, and so essentially, um, the people that reconnected with me or the clients that I sent emails out to wondering if they'd be interested in this, we all got together and slowly we started, we started coming up with ideas here and there. It actually, the song went through like probably three iterations before we, everyone kind of came to a consensus on moving forward with the piece. And, um, from there, um, one of the, um, clients came up with, uh, basic lyrical content that we kind of used um, from there. Another client uh, and his wife, actually, who's a writer, um, they, um, his wife's the writer and Simon's the musician and music writer as well. But we, basically, they kind of honed in on the lyrics and the content because Simon was going to be singing it. And then from there, basically, um, it was kind of like, throwing throwing paint on a canvas and seeing what stuck and what people resonated with. So slowly as it kept going on, the track was taking more shape and form. And then basically we had a deadline to give me a couple of days to mix before the date that we planned to release it was coming up. And yeah, that was essentially the process. Right. And all in all, we normally would have meetings twice a week um, on Zoom. And that took about a month and a half from when the idea started to when the um, song was completed. Uh, how was it recorded? And it must have been a challenge for you. Yeah, I, it, it was a very interesting process. As I said, luckily, we have the technology. But, um, you know, not everyone has the same quality of equipment because we would even take Say, for instance, um, clients would even just sing into their phone, and we'd actually use those tracks, um, those files, and put them in where they would fit. Um, again, there's uh, there's nothing comparable to when you're doing it one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I, to a certain degree, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, so I definitely had to let go of not being able to, you know, control what... Uh, you know the sound coming in or the quality of the recordings but no it was a, it was a very fun interesting process and i think the product shows oh, that's true and what other music has been released or inspired since the start of covid-19 um a lot of the stuff at the beginning was obviously related to um to the pandemic we have one client who worked on a song called little flu that I'm not sure if it's necessarily out yet, but it's written and basically ready to go. I think this also just gave, you know, a lot of people opportunity to reflect. And so a lot of people, you know, whether it's instrumental music or just different ideas, people have just had a lot more time to kind of, uh, you know, work on their craft. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is true. And uh, I heard whisperings that of a brand new studio. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so the new studio, um, it will be up at GF Strong. Um, Again, because of the pandemic, everything's kind of been put on hold um, at this time. So hopefully we'll have it done by the end of the year. And this studio, again, we've designed it uh, with the 
Vancouver uh, Coastal Health Authority and um, and with acoustics things like that. So we have different modifications, for instance. So say someone's in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it, it might even be something as simple as having um, the power, um, power instead of it being on the ground where someone in a wheelchair might not be able to reach it, have it up at a height for a wheelchair. Same thing with like tie boxes, the mic tie lines, things like that. So again, hopefully the timeline uh, won't be um, won't be pushed back too much. But yeah, we're hoping to have that ready for the beginning of next year, and then we can um, roll out uh, the programming again, and again start with the mini school because that's been put on hold until the studio has been finished as well. Mm, gotcha. Uh, any future events coming up this year or next year? Yeah, well, we have an application, obviously, because um, a lot of music venues, well, like most music venues aren't having um, having uh, concerts at this time. Um, essentially, we're looking to have an event on August 20th at Douglas Park. So we have our application to the Parks Board, and we have to obviously follow all the rules and regulations that WorkSafe BC has put out. And uh, so fingers crossed, we're just waiting to hear back. But uh, hopefully that will be going forward. And that event is called Strong X. Mm. Nice. You were talking about the Reimagined Radio. Um, what is? Uh, what do you do for that podcast? And uh, what is that? Uh, where do you find it? Um, so the Disability Foundation's mantra is reimagine what is possible. And so I just kind of coined the, you know, the, the mantra and just kind of came up with that idea of reimagine radio. But um, the content that we've mainly been putting out so far is the first one, for instance, we did um, was kind of more or less like a history of VAM. So I interviewed the two co-founders, Dave Symington and Sam Sullivan. And yeah, again, um, it was a great, it was a great way to kind of get more in depth detail about, you know, the history and just let Sam and Dave kind of go through the, what their process and what happened. I mean, I've heard the stories before here and there, little bits and pieces, but it was a very comprehensive, you know, conversation between the two of them on, you know, things that I hadn't even heard of before. And Again, we've uh, talked to different clients, um, basically just about their musical journey, um, how they got involved with BAMS, what that experience has been like, what it's like being a disabled musician, whether it's a recording musician or a performing musician. Mm-hmm. And then we've even gone, um, we have a partnership with Roland Canada, and they've been great supporters of the program, even since the initial inception. Um, and we interviewed the CEO of Roland Canada just again about, you know, what their pivots have been going on during this time, about the history of Roland's, the relationship that they had with VAMS. And, uh, yeah, so that was much more of a technology based one, mm-hmm. but yeah, so just different areas of content. Um, we've done different, um, different podcasts. So for instance, a lot of people right now have been working on their home studios because mm-hmm. again, being at home so much. So a lot of, you know, personal recording equipment at home. So we've given tips for instance on mixing. So a class, we have a one course called critical listening, 
And uh, yeah, um, that's kind of what the podcast is right now. Again, debuted the the, collabor- the first collaboration song. We've put out Client Playlist. Um, on, uh, we're going to be also putting up, we've done some um, Zoom concerts as well, too, in partnership with uh, Spinal Cord Injury VC. And so those will be up on there mm-hmm. as well. Awesome, awesome. Awesome. And you were mentioning your clients. Uh, what are they doing differently from away from vamps? And like, are they recording from home in their studios? Like you said, you mentioned their phones. Do they have like something small and simple kind of like thing? Yeah, some of the clients. I think um, I know some clients have purchased will say audio interfaces. And I think again, this is like a great way for people to get demos down to kind of play around with the technology. Because, you know, again, it's it's very accessible in the sense of being able to do your own your own kind of recording or demos. And so a lot, again, it's just another different creative process. It's a great way to kind of come back, for instance, to the collaboration group with ideas. Um, again, just like another outlet right now, which, uh, you know, it's nice to get a little bit of an escape. Mm-hmm. That's true. And uh, so Simon Paradis was on your podcast recently. In 2008, Simon was working as a carpenter and a part-time musician when he had a near-fatal accident on scaffolding. The accident severed his spinal cord and split open his skull. It's a miracle he survived, and he worked his way back as a paraplegic and learned how to play the guitar with Vams. Can you tell me about his most recent album? So, the latest one is Simon's second solo record, and essentially, this this record, when I was interviewing him for the podcast, I mean, I noticed I actually recorded his first record, and that was actually the first time I'd ever met him. With, uh, I went up to the Sunshine Coast where he lives and, again, talked to him on the phone for maybe 10 minutes before I went up there. Really, you know, just kind of got in the car and went up there. And uh, it was a very grassroots kind of record. It was recorded in his uh, in his living room. And so this, this next record, to get back to your question, was kind of like the next step for Simon as well. He... Uh, hired someone who lived on the island who had his own studio recorded it to tape and it was kind of just like the next progression in his music i personally found this record had a lot more uh more rock songs compared to the first one which was a bit more acoustically focused Mm -hmm. not to say that this last one wasn't but uh this one was uh much more kind of i guess a bit more kind of a traditional classic rock kind of feel certain tracks. But uh, just to take a little aside, there is a a kind of a B side track that was actually recorded with all disabled musicians. Um, And uh, yeah, so that was, that was a great experience that just Simon came in for a day um, and we just kind of, Went through, uh, went through again. He'd already recorded this song with uh, a few musicians up on the coast. 
but just wanted to have again some uh vam's involvement with some musicians mm-hmm. uh where can people listen to reimagined radio podcasts and what social medias can people connect with you on so um under soundcloud if you type in reimagine radio it'll pop up um in the search bar and um on Facebook, we're um, located at the Vancouver Adapted Music Society, and we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to find uh, links to all of our music and things like that through those sites. And then also our main website is bams.org. Yeah. So if you want to, you can pretty much contact uh, or get to a bunch of the sites through that website as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you did mention about the collaboration songs. What are the collaboration songs, anyway? So the first one's Isolated, and we're working on the next one. We actually have a meeting later today um, with everyone on it. But the next one's called Who Am I? And this one's uh, a bit more <laughs> a bit more uplifting than the Isolated song, uh, but it's uh, much more uh, reflected. Mm-hmm on what's kind of, yeah, just going on, but uh, with a bit more kind of upbeat spin. And so that one will hopefully be out by the end of the month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds... And again, you'll be able to find that on Reimagine Radio. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Um, Is there anything else that you wanted to discuss on? Yeah, so the last last thing would be um, we've been piloting this project called the mobile studio and so we started um the pilot with uh sunny hill center mm-hmm. for children um last july and so we were running up until march and they're currently going to be moving to children's hospital and at the end of august so depending on when restrictions lift and things like that hopefully we'll be able to get back in and uh work with um work with my clients then uh, once this happens. But again, the idea behind the mobile studio was essentially to take the programs that we provide at VAMS, but if necessarily people can't come into the studio, mm-hmm. we could come to them. So whether it's a place like Sunny Hill, community centers, mm-hmm. group homes, uh, seniors facilities, you know, it was just another avenue of how we can connect, you know, with uh, with our community. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You're doing uh, thinking of doing that for uh, when it, this all ends. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm guessing you're gonna have like uh, like a small studio, just uh, like a little recorder and a little soundboard going to different areas, I guess. Yeah. So this um this, this it's actually a cart. So if you think like a roadie case that they take on tour, so it's on wheels and basically you pull off the. Uh, you pull off the front and it's got, you're exactly right. Like it's got a DAW in there. There's a computer, uh, maybe keyboard. We've got some hardware in there. And uh, yeah, and then it also we bring guitars or things like that. We have one of the guitar tables that I spoke about earlier mm-hmm. um, comes with the, the cart. So yeah, we're pretty much, uh, basically it's VAMS mobile. Oh, cool. So it's going to be like, Going everywhere in Vancouver, and so they can they don't have to come to you. They can you can come to them. 
Exactly. Yeah. Ah, gotcha. Um, for thank you for joining me on this uh, awesome interview. Yeah, no worries, Adam. Thank you for having me. No worries at all. That was me interviewing Graham Wyman from Vancouver Adapted Music Society. You have been listening to Accessible Airways on CGSW 9.9 FM. Today's music, uh, theme music was provided by local Calgarian Eric Smith. You can follow us on Facebook if you missed any episodes. You can listen on CGSW.com or Spotify or any other podcast apps. Thanks for listening.